everyone. Welcome to the See, Think, Live podcast. I'm Father Brian Oaks, pastor of St. Rose de Viterbo Church in Longview, Washington, also Immaculate Heart of Mary in Kelso, Washington, St. Mary's in Castle Rock, Washington, and St. Catherine of Alexandria in Kathlam at Washington. And my name over on this end of the table is Jonathan Dick. Uh, I'm the pastoral assistant here at all four parishes uh, for the evangelization and social media. And we want to thank you guys for taking some time today to listen to our podcast. So why do we have a podcast, John? Well, simply because we've both established that people do, people, we know that people want to learn their faith and they really want to grow in their faith and grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ. But the issue is, is people today, no matter where they are, are just busy. Their lives are busy and consumed with so many things they have to do. So we decide that this is our opportunity to reach out to our listeners here and offer them uh, some thought and reflection on a bunch of Catholic topics and things like that. Absolutely. And something that they can listen to on their time when it's convenient for them to listen to it. Exactly. Rather than to need to come to... A parish event that's like a two-hour talk exactly. on a Wednesday night, you know. So, you know, this is something that uh, people can listen to and hopefully learn from uh, while they're when on their they're, morning commute, when they're... Taking their kids to school, when they're at dishes. gym, When they're at gym, you know, so yeah. many opportunities for that. So, so that's why we're doing it. We also purchased a very nice recorder. Yes, we, and we did. And we want to make use of it. Absolutely. Thank you, people of St. Rose. Thank you. So, Father, what is our first topic that we are ever going to talk about? Well, let's start with our mission statement. Our okay. mission statement, which is? See like Jesus, think like Jesus, and live like Jesus. Absolutely. And so the reason this is our mission statement is it expresses uh, really the most important aspect of our faith, which is Holy Communion. Now, of course, you know, when most people think of Holy Communion, they think of receiving the Eucharist. They think of receiving the body and blood of Jesus at Mass. Mm -hmm. Uh, But communion with Jesus is so much more than that. Communion with Jesus isn't just something that we do once a week. It's an entire way of life. And the purpose of all that we do as Catholics, the purpose of all the prayers, all all the times we study Scripture, all of those things, all of it is to bring us into communion with Jesus so that we can live like Jesus in the world. And we need to remember that because a lot of people forget that the primary place where we serve God is not in our parish building. It's not at St. Mary's. It's not at Immaculate Heart of Mary. Mm -hmm. It's not at St. Catherine's. It's not at St. Rose. Mm -hmm. The primary place where we serve God is in our homes, in our workplace, at school, at the grocery store, at the gym, wherever wherever we are. That is where we are called to live the gospel, and that is where we are called to be in communion with Jesus. And I love this uh, uh, mission statement so much because uh, before I got this job, when I had my interview with Father Brian, uh, I asked what the mission statement was, and he goes, yeah, see like Jesus, think like Jesus, and live like Jesus. And I... uh, I had to laugh at myself because I was, at that moment, uh, taking time off from a religious order, the Oblates of St. Francis de Sales, whose uh, life's, whose whose mission, in essence, or uh, Francis de Sales, their patron's mission, was to live Jesus and live Jesus in everything that they, 
that they did. And so when I saw this, I was like, this is awesome. And the reason it's so awesome is because uh, Francis de Sales really taught that we are all called, he preached uh, the fancy term is the universal call to holiness, that we are all called to be holy. And we are called to holiness simply by living as God intended us to live. And what I mean by that is that if you're a mom or a dad and you have a day job and maybe two or three kids, you're not meant to to be, you can still be holy right where you are, right in your home, right in your workplace with your kids right now. And you're not meant to go and become uh, a nun uh, cloistered up in a convent somewhere devoting her entire life to prayer. That's not the only way to be holy. Holiness is found in your everyday daily life. And that comes through, uh, like you were saying, Father, that communion with uh, Jesus, because Jesus is going to be the source and fuel that uh, enables that to kind of like spread into our daily work. Absolutely. And you know, of course, not just St. Francis de Sales, but, but really that call to, that universal call to holiness was taken up by the Second Vatican Council. Okay. And you know, we think of the Second Vatican Council, many Catholics do in terms of the liturgical reforms. Yes, and all the liturgical dance that ensued and everything afterwards. <laughs> Hopefully not everywhere. Hopefully not everywhere, yeah. But but you know, but people think of the Second Vatican Council as a, as modernizing the church, but yeah. uh, as Father Robert Barron says, the purpose of the council wasn't to modernize the church. It was to christify the world and the universal call to holiness is really the signature mark of that council aside yeah. from any liturgical reform anything like that, uh, making sure that we all know that we are called to be saints in our state of life and where we are in the world at any given time. That is what the council wanted to do. Yeah, that's exactly. So, I mean, my question for you, the Father, is why then do people, why would people want to live like Jesus? What, I mean, in, in a world that's kind of consumed by the idea of like, well, what do I get out of it? Why do people, why would we want our the people who we serve, uh, to see, think, and live like Jesus? Well, probably the most obvious reason is that uh, all of our hearts desire to love and to be loved. Yeah, that's All true. of our hearts desire to love and be loved. Uh, uh, every person desires to love and to be loved authentically. True. However, you know, you look around the world, and, and most people are terrible at that. And, and the evidence, you know, and, and I'm not saying that as, as a... As a uh, you know, sort of uh, arrogantly or, or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. saying it. Just look at the evidence. I mean, so many broken hearts all over the all over our country, all over the world. People who bought into an idea of what love is, and it turns out to be something that completely lets them down in the end. Completely unfulfilling. Complete counterfeit. Well, again, our Lord understood what love was. He loved. Yes. He, he understood, for example, that. Love involves laying down your life. Love involves sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And so when we see, think, and live like him, we can live in a way in which we flourish both as individuals and as a human family. It's, it's about our flourishing. See, seeing like Jesus, thinking like Jesus, and living like Jesus is what we need to do to flourish as individuals and to meet those desires that we have deep within us. Well, my question to that, Father, is is how do we learn to see and to think and to live like Jesus? Because that's not something that people can 
easily learn. It's not a skill they can easily learn like they can in, let's say, a classroom where they can learn English or math. It's not like learning how to um, tie your shoes or anything like that. Yeah, how do yeah, we do yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and that's an important point because we have to remember uh, the Christian life and, and Catholicism in particular. Uh, it's not about us trying to manipulate God, okay? It's, yeah. it's about receiving what God has already given to us, okay? So we, re- we receive it, uh, this communion with Jesus, as a gift. And so all of the things we do, you know, reading Scripture, okay, that's God's doing the action. God is speaking to us, and we're listening. We're receptive. So we're receiving what God has done. Uh, same thing with the Eucharist, with Holy, Com- with Holy Communion in, yeah. in, the, in the Eucharistic sense, okay? God is giving his body, says, this is my body given up for you, and we receive, receive it. it. So, so just by practicing our faith, and we have to remember that because so many Christians will accuse us of what's called works righteousness. Okay, this is how we, uh, they say that we try and, and attain our own salvation by... Doing all these different kinds of works. Yeah, by doing, like by doing works and things like that. And of course, that's not true at all. God does the work, we receive it. So listening to the scriptures, uh, uh, listening to his voice privately in prayer, uh, receiving the sacraments, all of that is, is uh, Jesus' actions applied to us, received by us, and applied to us. And of course, you know, we'll have an opportunity to tackle many of these subjects in future podcasts. Because these are big, big uh, discussion topics that we can unravel if we really chose to and and that's and again that's why we're here that's why we're sitting down and talking about it yeah so uh with that uh, i just want to thank you all for uh listening uh this is something we're really looking forward to do a lot more of uh check us out on uh saint rose catholic church on facebook or at st rose church on instagram and twitter uh, you get lots more updates other than just about the podcasts on there. And check out our website for updates as well to see when we upload new material. Uh, again, thank you. Father Brian, if you want to say thanks or anything like that, and we'll... Yes, thank you. <laughs> and give to the, and give, give the, give the annual oh, Catholic appeal. Thank you. Oh, Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>